It's hot. It's, it's coffee break. <laughs> the 4th of July. Uh-huh. Happy 4th of July for all you Americans. Yeah. So great. Not very festive <laughs> this year. Mm-mm. Not feeling it. <laughs> it is coffee break. Mm-hmm. This is episode 40. 40? On the 4th. Wow. <laughs> it's almost like we planned that, but we but didn't. But we didn't. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do anything 4th of July worthy. Yeah, we mentioned it. I think that was more than enough. <laughs> um, we're going to get straight into this. James Cameron Ugh. opens his dumb mouth too much. Yes, he's becoming so old and out of touch with how the industry works. Now, it's crazy watching interviews with him back in the day, like during like Alien or whatever. And He did Aliens. But, sorry, Aliens. I've seen him just, like, be on top of things back then, and now just it's all completely gone to his head, and he doesn't know what he's doing anymore. (laughs) No, he doesn't. And here, (laughs) he's talking about Avatar 2, The Way of Wawa. Woo. That sequel literally no one wanted, especially now. (laughs) Ten years after the original? More than ten years. More than ten? Over a movie that was just blue Pocahontas? You're not I, that I creative. Think it's been, <laughs> the first Avatar came out in 2009. Wow. I thought it was like 2012. No, nine. Damn. Um, it's been about 13 years. Nobody wants this. No. Can we please tell him to shut up? Only James wants this. <laughs> so he hasn't revealed the length of the episode, or not the episode, the, the movie yet. Uh-huh. But he's already attacking people for it. Yeah, get a load of this fucking nonsense. <laughs> so, and I quote him. <laughs> hey hey if you like this content please subscribe you can leave a comment like it we're also on anchor we're on anchor both of our podcasts are on anchor so if you're on the go and you want to listen instead of having to watch youtube you can find us there it also works on spotify as well yep thank you thanks <laughs> i don't want anyone whining about length when they sit and binge watch television for eight hours i can almost write this part of the review just arrogance right? yeah yeah <laughs> The astonishingly long three-hour movie. I'm assuming it will be three hours. I'm assuming it's going to be over three. (laughs) Like, give me a fucking break. I've watched my kids sit and do five one-hour episodes in a row. There's a big social paradigm shift that has to happen. It's okay to get up and go pee. So... What the fuck? What the hell? Okay, first of all, yeah, but... People tend to not want to do that in the movie theater because then they miss the movie. Mm-hmm. No one is complaining about watching a movie at home and having to pause. But also, if could you imagine someone sitting down going, I already know the flaw of my movie, and rather than do anything about it, I'm going to sit there and say, you're wrong. And I'm going to get all pissy about you preemptively not liking my movie. <laughs> the Batman. It's three hours long. Yeah. It's a long movie. People have complained about it. Uh, It's understandable. I think a part of me, I'm weird, like a part of me is like, yes, it's too long. And then the other part of me is like, I don't know what you could possibly cut out. Like, you kind of need all of it. Well, they did cut out the Joker scene. Well, true. But even then, I felt like you could have kept that in there and it would have been fine. So, it was, it's not the length, it's the necessity of the length. Yeah, why does it have to, well, why is Return of the King... Yeah. Three hours long. That's another Why is it extended thing. cut? 
three hours and 40 minutes long. Yeah, and like the extended cut of Return of the King is fantastic. All the Lord of the Rings extended cuts is yeah, my preferred way to watch them. You're telling the story. There are parts that need to be in there. Even the theatrical versions accomplish telling that story. Mm-hmm. If, but, if your movie's three hours long because you wanted it to be that way, and also to. he has three other sequels planned that he's filming right now. Mm-hmm. I can already see There's it no reason for it to be three hours. Desperately wandering. Like, look at these pretty CG shots. Yeah, that it's not selling me on a movie. I'm sorry. Making a fucking interactive desktop screensaver is not the same as making a movie. You think <laughs> you think he'll try to make it 3D? Oh. You think he'll try to bring that back? I'm, I bet he walked in and he's like, and we're going to do 3D. And the executives had to be like, we don't do that anymore. And it's like, what do you mean? No, it's my vision. My artistic vision. <laughs> I um, So, like, Lord of the Rings is length? Yeah. Alternatively... The Hobbit, Battle of the Five Armies, mm-hmm. excruciatingly too long. Way too long. And it's all because it's just fluff and filler, and everything takes too long to get going. A fight will last 20 minutes. A conversation will wander around for fucking 10 minutes. Well, it takes him forever to kill Smaug. And then, mm-hmm. when he gets to the final fight, and Thorn is fighting... Who's the White Orc? Oh, I don't remember. Azog. Azog, yep. Did I actually get it no. right? Holy shit. <laughs> Azog the Defiler. Um, when he's fighting him, it takes way too long. Mm-hmm. There's all these set pieces. This is not part of the book. It's like also, like, in the first Hobbit movie, uh, An Unexpected Journey? Is that what it's called? There and Back Again? Uh, the... Yeah, The Unexpected Journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. In that one, like, if it was, it would be a perfect movie, perfect pace, perfect comedy, perfect timing, whatever, if it ended right when they leave Goblin Town, and they, re- they, they meet back up with Bilbo, they find Bilbo again, who now has the ring, if it ended there, it would be perfect. Dragging it out into that final fight with Azog, and the fucking flame forest, and the eagle show up, Yeah, it's just... Like, that part just takes way too long and is, like, a weird, like, second climax on top of the giant climax they just had in Goblin Town. So before Peter got his hands grubby with it, mm-hmm. uh, it was... Just <laughs> smearing blood on his face like, I want to end. <laughs> you didn't want to direct, though. You can tell. <laughs> uh, it was supposed to be Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Who notoriously has wacky pacing. Yes. <laughs> I like Guillermo a lot more than Peter Jackson. Mm-hmm. Sue me. I, I don't like care. Him. Come if, at me, bro. If Peter's good, but Guillermo's brilliant. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you take the Frighteners and put that up to the Devil's Backbone, the Devil's Backbone's going to win every time. It's just like, you know, you can't top Crimson Peak. Crimson Peak is awesome. Hellboy was fun, you know? Yeah, he I always such forget a, he's Hellboy. He has such a way with, like, shots and colors and concepts. Yep. But Guillermo's idea was to do two movies, and that's where he wanted to end it, and then the second movie would tell the killing of Smaug in Lake Town and the Battle of the Five Armies. Yeah, that is a thing. The second movie also does kind of drag a lot, doesn't it? It does, because it's telling the story of the Arkenstone. Yeah. And the Arkenstone's not part of the book. It's part of the heavier lore. So it's okay to put that in there? Yeah, it makes sense. Just because it does play a pretty big role in what ends up happening movie-wise. 
But... And then, uh... Gandalf disappears for a while. God, fucking this bit. And we, like, dick around. Every time we cut back to Gandalf, Gladriel, and... Who was the other Elrond. Guy? Was it Elrond that was and there? And Sauron. And Sauron. Every time we cut back to the fucking old gang squad fighting, like, Shadow, Benedict Cumberbatch, in, like, Orc Hole, or whatever that was. Oh, he is, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is Sauron. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Sauron. Bad. Sauron. He's Sauron. Sauron. <laughs> Sauron's the white wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yet those video game fights. Oh, whatever. It's God. It's fucking. But, <laughs> My but favorite part of that There movie. is love for Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Okay, people enjoyed watching that. There's books about it, there's stories to be told. Mm-hmm. James Cameron is not doing that. Yeah, Avatar is nowhere near the, the fucking adoration Lord of the Rings has. Even the adoration from The Hobbit, which was so less poorly. so much more poorly received compared to Lord of the Rings. Still better than Avatar. Yeah, Avatar should never have a sequel. Uh, my favorite part about the second Hobbit movie, uh, as when I first saw the movie, I thought it was stupid as shit. Now, as an adult who's here to just have a good time, it's when they're going down the river in their barrels and they're doing like trick shots with their barrels and stuff. <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> I uh, I like Fang. Is it Fangorn? Fangorn, I think so. Yeah. That they're going through? Fangorn Forest. And they're, uh, they meet Bayorn. That one feels the most like a D&D adventure. Yeah, and that's what it really should be. Yes. <laughs> it's just a fantasy story that he wrote for his kids. So, d- when you chop it up to that, that's all it's supposed to be. It's supposed to entertain you. Yeah. Again, Avatar. Sh- James, just shut the fuck up. I, I saw, I read another thing just before as you were writing the script. And it was, a. Uh, James is mad at what he what he calls trolls, who keep saying they can't remember all the names of the characters from the first movie, and it's like yeah, because it came out fucking over ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I struggle to and, remember the names of characters I actually like from good franchises. <laughs> and what were some of the names they were saying? Oh uh, well, there's Sully and Mike Wazowski, <laughs> Mister Avatar, Aang and Zuko are pivotal. <laughs> Uh, somebody watched old M. Night Shyamalan's Oh, old, yeah? And they're like, this movie is just shit. It's the thing with M. Night, isn't and, it? <laughs> Great concepts. I, I avoid execution. M. Night Shyamalan films. I tried to watch... what? What's the big one he had before... Uh, broken? It's, yeah, Broken. The one with James McAvoy? No, he's not in there. Not? It's, uh... Oh, the one with Mr. Glass? That's called Glass. Whoa. It's a trilogy. You name the others. Damn. <laughs> uh, he plays John McClane. Like, Bruce Willis. Oh, the guy with, like, like super fragile bones and shit? Was that the thing with this? I thought he was unbreakable. I don't know. One of them had... I, I couldn't get past the opening sequence. It was so boring. Everything had a blue hue to it. It was god-awful. I literally started dozing off, and I was like, you know what? I'd rather sleep than watch this piece of shit. Uh-huh. Uh, signs didn't care for it especially when you find out the gimmick that the aliens are scared of water yeah that's always the thing like i was thinking it was a happening the other day where it's just like it's the wind the wind is the bad guy (laughs) if you're going to introduce a concept where extraterrestrials visit this planet and they're afraid of water Mm -hmm. why the fuck would they be here like, yeah, the most fucking water, the planet with the 70% most water. 70% <laughs> water, and you're going to show up here? 
It's um... also life forms without water. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, like we're seventy percent water. <laughs> I saw a comic the other day. It was um. It was a attempted villain man, and he's walking up. He's got like an exaggerated swirly mustache, and he walks up to TSA on an airplane. They're like, "Do you have any liquids on you?" And he's like, "No, I don't." And they're like, "All right, go on ahead." And then he's sitting on the plane, and he's like, "Mwee, jokes on them. I'm seventy percent liquid." <laughs> <laughs> God, that's so dumb. <laughs> Let's be honest. M Night Shyamalan is just. A Bloomhouse movie, not made by Bloomhouse. <laughs> Bloomhouse makes better movies. Ah, I was thinking about their, uh, their, they don't do them anymore. Those movies that was like one for every month for each holiday. Oh, well, the pandemic ruined that. Yeah, well, they weren't doing very good. Also, those last like four really. <laughs> we did two reviews on them. Mm-hmm. We had planned to do the rest of them, but garbage eggs didn't work out. I think they're nasty gross eggs. I yeah. kept them up. They're still there. One of them has like 2,000 views or yeah. something. It's so, like my most least liked video. Somehow. Yeah, because like people actually want... And it's not a good video. <laughs> but I leave it there. Um, it's the origins. Mm-hmm. It's where it all started. That's where, And now we're here. Yep. And you never would have gotten here without those crappy origins. <laughs> so back to Avatar. Yeah. We're not done. There's an exclusive photo. Ooh. Of Sully and his girl. I don't even know how to say her name. Honestly, I've forgotten their names. Blue Pocahontas. It's yeah, I could you... read it and I still want to get it. <laughs> but they have kids. Okay, okay. Let's uh, let's backtrack this really quick. Here's my frustration. First of all, Sully is an avatar. What's the name of the film? Avatar. Yeah, he's not okay? a real blue person. He's not. He... <laughs> he... At the end of the first one, I think he was able to synchronize his mind into the avatar. Yeah, but, but that he's doesn't still mean av- he doesn't have functioning like organs in the avatar. <laughs> that doesn't mean he has a reproductive system. Yeah, why would why would you put a reproductive system in an avatar? Yeah, it's like if you like had an android body that you could absorb yourself into, and whoever built your android body also gave you an android dick and a way to reproduce. <laughs> Isn't an android also human? Uh, cyborg. One of them. I thought they're both the same thing. Robot body that you can like zoop in and out of. Yeah. They have a dick and reproductive systems. (laughs) That wouldn't make any sense. Exactly. Like, and they have four kids. And I'm not going to give a shit about all four of these stupid kids. I don't want to watch three hours of them parenting. Yeah, I don't want to, yeah, like, I, like the one is going to be real rebellious. Dish water and it's wet. Stay away from it, the okay. way of water. It's going to be, because <laughs> there's four of them. It's going to be two boys and two girls, because of course it is. One of those girls is going to have, like, a love interest, but he's a water boy, and she likes it bad. <laughs> it's going to be some sort of Romeo and Juliet thing with one of the girls. One of the other girls is going to be, like, the quintessential girl boss type of character. Oh. To be like, look, females are empowered and we're doing it. Are we not sexist yet? And here, you stop and you close your mind and you remember that scene from Endgame that's Ooh, so cringe. So bad. They had to film it. Did you know they filmed that multiple times? I bet. Because it was so cringy, they are like, we have to like, keep redoing this. God. Of, and I, it's still just horrible. It really is. And I bet for the two boy characters who are their children, one is going to be like bland toast, 
I am just like you, Dad. Yep. I am. I am. I'm an American soldier who kills people. I am either the first or second born, and I do what you do, and I am loyal wholly to you. And then the youngest probably is gonna be the other boy. It'll he's be, gonna be a nerd. He's gonna be like the one that's like, I'm big old wide-eyed, bushy-tailed. I think the world is just so peachy keen, and I'm gonna be the one who might die, or they'll threaten to kill off. For the emote, cause I'm a, an innocent soul. <laughs> there are sequels, so they could die. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I can't wait. I can't wait for the the third one where his children have children, and I have to give a shit about Suli and his nine hundred grandchildren. <laughs> oh God, please don't. Disney, stop investing. You're screwing up, and I'm gonna attack you later, Disney. You can tell they really fucked themselves over, cause they put so much time and effort into that gigantic part of the. Like uh, Disneyland, Disney it's, World. Disney World is the Animal Kingdom, and it's they made it's it, Pandora. Oh, this whole Pandora thing, and they're like, we really need to make sure this pays out. <laughs> I think the coolest thing about Pandora. I've never been to Disney World. I've been to Disneyland and California Adventure. I've never been to either. Um, I would love to meet Goofy. I'm sure you can. I'm sure I can. One uh, of these days. <laughs> when I see the pictures, I think it's really cool at night. Because mm-hmm. the flowers light up, they illuminate like they do in the movies. Sure. Which somebody had to put in the effort, and I love lights. Lights is my thing. Yeah. I don't care about this franchise. Yeah. The fact it's a franchise, just get it out of here. <laughs> okay, so we're done playing about Avatar for now. For Nobody now. wants it. Get ready for us to shit on James Cameron every single podcast for the next, like, what? When does this movie come out? Next year? It comes out December. This December? Mm-hmm. Wow, no one's gonna go see that in December. A fucking water, a beach theme movie in December? James, you want this to fail. <laughs> it's the idea that the holidays are around and people get together and what do you do? La familia. <laughs> you go see the movies. <laughs> so... We did a whole bunch of episodes of Garbage Egg for Obi-Wan. We did. Obi-Wan's now over. Uh-huh. Great show. I still enjoy it. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I did learn something interesting, that Commander Cody, who we mentioned multiple times in that series, mm-hmm. was actually supposed to show up in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. You want to explain to everyone what the deal was that ended up happening? So Obi-Wan, the show has been through developmental hell, which might explain some of the weird reasons. Like, we never really understand too much about Reva, why Luke is just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea at one point was to make it a movie. Mm. And in this movie, it was going to be Obi-Wan trying to save Luke from Darth Maul. Okay, so I understand why they didn't go that direction. <laughs> Luke's kind of... The, the painful thing is, Luke in 4 is so painfully oblivious to everything. He doesn't know what Jedi are, he doesn't know what Sith are, because you're supposed to reflect onto him, and you need to be explained to, like, you're a stupid kid, too. Mm-hmm. So it means, unfortunately, with all these, like, like prequel stuff and things happening around this time frame, we can't really do anything with Luke. Yep. Because we can't have him knowing what he's talking about. Because down the line, it'll be like, why is this idiot suddenly forget what a Jedi is? Yeah. Well, he's just an idiot anyways. (laughs) True. Sorry, Mark. (laughs) Commander Cody was supposed to live on Tatooine with Obi-Wan. And they were supposed to be like secret friends. Secret friends. Now, uh, they cut him to lessen the plot. Understandable. And uh, it's kind of harder to do clones. 
Mm-hmm. The fact that they got the one clone in there. Yes. Was more than enough for me, honestly. I would have loved it to see Rex, but I understand why. Like, it can't just be nonstop Cody. fan service. Rex, too. I like Rex. <laughs> I think Vader would have killed Rex. No, don't say that. Vader's a bad guy. No, Rex. <laughs> uh, Cody is still around. He's in the animated shows. He's going to show up in the Bad Batch soon. Nice. Uh, voiced by Baker. Cool, 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 who, cool, cool. I mean, I, I don't think I can sit down and watch the Bad Batch. Why? It's just D. Bradley Baker it's talking him. to himself. <laughs> it's him acting against himself a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> they all still sound different, but it's just him. <laughs> and when a droid shows up and goes, boop, 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 it's, it's just going to be <laughs> When there's like a space monkey that runs across and makes like chattering noises, it's still going to be him. The only time it's not going to be him is one like elephant or something is going to walk past and it's going to be William Orendorf who does that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's a good show. I, I don't care too much about the clones. Uh, it does bum me out that Commander Cody was supposed to be in there. Mm-hmm. I thought when he ran into that clone trooper that he hands money to. Yeah. Uh, I figured that was supposed to be a reference to him. And I was kind of somewhat correct because yeah. they did want to have him in there. Which I think was nice to still tease the concept. I, you can see it in Obi's eyes like, oh, dang, you look exactly like a friend of mine. <laughs> Well, he led them. Mm-hmm. He led them into battle. Well, I mean, like, because they're clones. The, the the moment of thinking that's Cody and then going, no, wait, you're you're not. <laughs> I think he's just sad that he uh, ultimately failed. Mm, true. And having to, a lot of that is him having to deal with himself. Mm-hmm. Like when he finds out that Anakin's still alive, right, and him and Leia get away, he just sits there at the end of the episode and he's just reflecting on himself. Yeah. Which I wish we could have reflected on that a bit more. I understand, like, the... We only had six episodes. Yeah. Maybe next time. I hope there's a sequel series. Uh, All Liam Neeson. <laughs> oh, a lot more Liam Neeson. Thank only you. Only Liam. <laughs> Loki season two has begun filming in London. Wow, this is the first Marvel TV show that's getting its second season. What if... Oh, I guess, technically. But what if it's stupid <laughs> and, and not good? WandaVision has a sequel. Yeah, but not a TV show sequel. Which, by the way, I forgot to put this in there. I saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I did not. I went to bed. <laughs> Fuck, that is a long movie. <laughs> the more I hear, the more you talk about it, the less I want to see it. You I want to watch it again. described Mr. Fantastic's death like three times to me, and every time I hate it, and I refuse to watch it. I fucking hate it. So good job. I'm not going to watch the movie because of you. <laughs> She's going to watch the movie, don't worry. No, I won't. I'll just go back to bed again. <laughs> not if I play it at 10 in the morning. I will just go back. Yeah, I will 100% And then go I'll strap you down to a chair and hold your eyes open very <laughs> clockwork orange-esque, okay? No, watch this movie I want you to see. <laughs> Here. I swear it's not torture. Here, how about this? We'll make a deal. I will watch Doctor Strange if you will finish the second half of Madoka Magica. Can you find it in English? Yes, I have the DVDs. <laughs> okay. okay, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, they're showing off set photos of Loki. Yeah. And Kingo's character is showing up. Mm-hmm. There was one thing I, I liked. We didn't even talk about it. And it kind of like, 
came and went really quickly. But in Miss Marvel, what there was one point in time where uh, oh fuck, is he in there too? No, but Kamala mentioned how like one of her aunts or something had a big crush on King O the Third or something like that, and I was like, oh yeah, because he's like a huge Bollywood actor over the generations and stuff. That was I thought that was a really cute moment. <laughs> so. I think this is cool. He might show up. Uh, Kumal. Mm-hmm. I hope I said that right. I'm pretty sure it's Kumal. Kumal? I think so. I could also butcher it and say Kumail. We could just keep saying Kingo. <laughs> yeah. I didn't put his last name. I know I was going to screw that one up. We could go with Stuber. <laughs> he was Stuber. Remember that? Is he? Yeah. Him and Dave Batista. Now they're both in Marvel. Yay! <laughs> I... I always mix up, and I don't mean to do this, hmm. but his role in Stuber and the other uh, comedian, the Middle Eastern comedian, who's uh, Deadpool. No. Oh. I know Aziz. Tom. Tom Haverford. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chicky Chicky Yeah, 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 yeah. Hard to forget that. Yeah. Deadpool's taxi guy. Yeah. I don't even remember the the taxi guy's name. N- Navar? Nah, I don't remember. I am not going to. I, I just always <laughs> mix them up in my head. I think it's because the movies came out so close. Yeah, well, where one is in a taxi and the other's a, an I, Uber. Uber. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, I don't mean to be that way. It's just I my mind gets kind of screwed up in that, you know? Mm-hmm. I get it. I did like him as Kingo. Mm-hmm. Kingo was probably the best character out of the Eternals. Uh, too bad those movie that movie sucked. <laughs> there was a lot of good characters in Eternals. We just didn't focus on them. They should have done like two or three Eternals at a time. Like the, we did not need to see all of them, especially if they I, were going to get so little development. I'm not going to lie. That movie probably should have been like four hours long in two different movies. That one, I'm not going to lie. That one should have been its own series. Yes. Like six episodes hour long. Trade that with Miss Marvel, honestly. Miss Marvel could have been a movie, and The Eternals should have been a TV show. So, Doctor Strange 2, mm-hmm. I give it 8 out of 10. The CGI is horrible. I still like it. Marvel CGI, just in general, it's going downhill. It's so horrible. Um, Which is funny because they're the ones who like pioneered this whole yeah. new cgi element. they used to be so on top of the world when they were like we we they we invented this like face de-aging technology it's like cool everything else looks like shit no no, no. they're the first <laughs> to use it yeah that that technology mm-hmm. was invented by industrial light and magic wasn't it just to do the uh irishman with robert de niro and al pacino no but because marvel was using it scorsese who hates Marvel, Mm -hmm. watched Marvel films, Mm -hmm. saw this technology and decided to use it for his own. Which was a good choice, I'd say. Rather than painting fucking De Niro with two tons of makeup to try to, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. You know what you could do? What? Get a new actor. You could. Holy shit. That's almost like we've been doing that for years. (laughs) De Niro's an old man. Mm -hmm. He's already played his part. Uh, Like, uh, what was it we watched? Seventeen again? Where old version of the character is Chandler from Friends, Matthew Perry, and then young version is Zac Efron. Do these two men actually look like each other? No. But guess what? It's called acting. (laughs) I totally forgot that was him. I thought about it yesterday. (laughs) Because when I think of Seventeen again, I just think of Zac Efron. Yeah. 
No, I just for obvious reasons. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, for you to put that back in my head, like, oh, friends, jeez, hold on. It's crazy. We we haven't we haven't talked about Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. Horrible. Yes, I am so. I'm gonna make a lightning review. I am so just nonplussed. It's so boring. So there's things happening, but nothing is happening. <laughs> Do, so if you're not caught up on the series, uh, I don't know how much it ties into the others that well. Mm-hmm. I know that Kamala. Kamala, yeah. Will be in Miss or the Marvels, mm-hmm. along with Rambo. Makes sense. And Carol. Denver's or Danvers, whatever. She's going to be the Spider-Man to Carol Danvers's Iron Man and Rambo's Tony. <laughs> I guarantee it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> that last episode when she meets the Red Daggers. Yeah, whatever they're called. And they're like <laughs> teaching her. Like they just meet. They're instantly flirting. They become best friends right away. They're training her now. They gave her, like, this cool cloth that means nothing to us. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he puts some, like, the cloth is made by some ancient humans, and it means as much as it means to a warrior. Whatever. And then instantly ninjas like, just drop out of the ceiling. Yeah, like, as she's grabbing it to be like, wow, that's neat. Like, ninjas come in, actually. <laughs> We've never seen them before. They start a fight. She kills multiples. There was one point in time... Have you were... noticed she was just killing people? Yes. <laughs> it's like, whoa! There was one point in time where they're running through the streets. First of all, okay, also they were just like running through the streets. And she, despite having the powers of her imagination... and Never potential, uses them. Yeah, she uses it to like help make a turn or something like that. Like do a ramp over a you, family. You could <laughs> use that, whatever that power is... Yeah, like, just grab his wheel and throw him over, you know? <laughs> so, uh, one thing I have noticed, and I've been piecing this together about Miss Marvel, and I'm willing to bet this will actually play off in the finale. Mm-hmm. Her, she'll get the other bracelet. Yeah. Right? And when they find the first one, you see uh, a bird's eye view. I think I already talked about this. But you see the Ten Rings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Which would tie it to Shang-Chi's rings. Which, honestly, I'm going to be honest. Seeing Miss Marvel hang out with Shang-Chi... Would be way more fun. Way cooler than having her hang out with the two other characters who have the same exact powers as her. (laughs) You know, for Shang-Chi, his outfit, very basic. I like it. But I like it. I like the red and black. Very stylish. He's got some dope shoes. Yes, I, I like his his rings. His rings are awesome. And we should rewatch Shang-Chi. <laughs> oh, you want to watch that but not Doctor Strange, okay. Yes. No. You gotta see Doctor Strange. Bro. My two of my favorite characters of all time don't die horribly in Shang-Chi. <laughs> I loved how violent that movie was. You don't understand how much I really like Reed Richards. <laughs> You're gonna love him. I know! And then I'm gonna hate his death. <laughs> I already had to watch Xavier die in Logan, and I still haven't recovered from that. I can't watch it again. <laughs> you you showed me a meme, and it's Reed <laughs> in the Illuminati talking to Doctor Strange, and he's explaining that he's the biggest problem to the multiverse. And then it cuts to Robert California from The Office. He's just like, uh, he's just turned... What's his name? Uh, which one? Uh, Ultron's actor? Yeah. I don't remember... 
Oh my god. I know it's... him as Robert California. <laughs> Anyways, he voices Ultron, but it's him in the office, and he goes, why is Jim treating the magician poorly? And as I'm watching this very serious moment, I'm seeing the meme, and I'm just like, god it's getting me me and my sister so my sister always she makes a joke out of he was escorted by ultron to that by the way yeah. so my sister always makes a joke out of um uh it's in hunchback of notre dame it's at the end when he's like sanctuary sanctuary my sister uses it as a meme constantly and we use she especially back before we'd even seen the movie she would just use it as a joke all the time and so we watched it with allison for the first time because she loves that movie and we're sitting there. How? And we, what do you mean? Hunchback is so depressing. Uh, she she likes. Also, one of the scariest villains of all time. That's why she likes it. She likes the intense stuff. Anyway, so we're watching. We get to that scene, and we just hear a single chortle come from my sister, and Allison screams, "I knew you would! You rogue! Now all I hear is you screaming, sanctuary, sanctuary!" <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember how he kills him? Yeah, he... Quasi kills him. Well, it, Frollo? He, he's hanging off of a gargoyle, and, well, like, you know, the gargoyle, like, shifts and attacks him, too. Well, yeah, they're his gargoyles. And it crumbles apart, and he falls into the fire. Uh, That's not just fire. Well, you know, <laughs> the... It's oil. Fire. <laughs> it's oil lit on fire. So even... Once you get it on you, it doesn't come off. It's a lot you of... burn. A lot of them die by burning. Or at least in the proximity of fire. Well, that's kind of... <laughs> it's fire or lightning. Those are your two options. <laughs> the thing about the fire motif and him dying in that... Oh, well, yeah. Because he's a man of God. The he went to hell. hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which he also summons and conjures demons at certain points of that movie. He doesn't. Yes, Hellfire! It's a song. Desire. It's supposed. To, you're not supposed to take it literally. It's non-diegetic. That's the thing with songs. You know, when Simba and Nala are singing about how I just can't wait to be king, they didn't actually make a stack of dancing, parading animals. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> now that you bring up Lion King, I want to bring up this one thing. That live-action remake. First of all, not live-action. Second of all, it was not no <laughs> worst remake ever. No, they missed one crucial song. Oh my god! <laughs> the morning report. This isn't even in the original. Yeah, they cut it and then because they put it back bad. in there because it's a bad, boring, dumb. It's just puns. When I watch <laughs> the original and I see Zazu on top of the rock, and then Morris. all of a sudden the gopher pops up, it I'm like, what? Happened. It's like, hello, sire, morning report. And he's like, the bees are buzzing. And then Simba's like catching a grasshopper or whatever. <laughs> well, he's just a cub. Well, yeah. Anyways. The morning report's stupid. No, put it back in there. Dumb. It was super dumb. I liked the live action Lion King. Like, in all seriousness, I did like it. I appreciated it. Tisk. So many people were like, uh, it doesn't look like cartoons. And it's like, yeah, that was the point of making it look like real lions. <laughs> <laughs> They're not smiling enough. Why isn't my lion crying? Because lions don't cry. <laughs> what do you... What? <laughs> if you want it to look like a, an exaggerated cartoon, watch the cartoon that already exists. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, back to Miss Marvel. We've oh, yeah. gone off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, her dad is reading some paperwork from Bruno, who's just been dropped from the show. By oh, the way. my God. I can't believe... 
was <laughs> boys come and go in this show really quick. Here's an it's like it's like when you're playing like a like Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon or something, and in like the tutorial you have to bump into all your like hot eligible bachelors for your game or bachelorettes. And it's just like, here's this cutscene of, ooh, look at that hot boy. And then you walk, and then you go, ooh, another cutscene of, look at that hot boy. It's just this, where she's just continually bumping into cutscenes of, look at that hot boy. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, the kid who plays Bruno was uh, auditioning to be Spider-Man. He got dropped in favor of Tom Holland. Damn. I'm actually, I'm going to say Tom Holland had a right to win over this yes. kid. Tom Holland can actually do a backflip. <laughs> yes, he can actually... Have you seen that video? Yes, That's cool. His it... audition tape, he's on top of a cinder block wall. And he goes, I'm trying to be Spider-Man. <laughs> and just does a backflip and lands on the wall. <laughs> like, he's on the wall, does the backflip, and lands it. It's a shame, because I like Bruno. And I think he deserves better. Yes, the character deserves better. Anyways, he's doing research. Uh, a paper written by Dr. Selvig, who is... Uh, Skarsgård. Yeah, we talked about this last time. Did we? Yeah. So I already mentioned the primordial. Yes. Okay, then why'd you let me go all the way here? It's well, just... I didn't know if you had something new to add to it. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm just saying. What's next on our list of things? We can't keep getting derailed and coming back to Miss Marvel. <laughs> so uh, Black Panther 2 released. I don't know if they're leaked. I think it's just uh, to hype it up, mm -hmm. but um, concept art. Nice. We do see uh, Chichal, Chichal, T'Challa. Is it Chichala? Yeah. I always get his name wrong. I don't Black know. Panther's sister in Surrey. Mm -hmm. We see their new outfits. Surrey looks the same. His sister has like a Aww. purple outfit that looks like she's a fighter now. I wish Sorry got a better outfit. And Not a better, because it's already great. New we, outfit. <laughs> we find out who the bad guys are. Yeah. So this is what I wanted to talk about mostly for this. Go for it. You, you, you're the one who's been doing all the research and stuff. Well, I found this out yesterday morning at 3 in the morning. And then I just went down this rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. Atuma. And Namor. Yeah. Namor or Namor. I'm pretty sure it's Namor. That's the way it's always been said. My time. He's never been adapted to live action. Uh, they are Atlanteans. So mm -hmm. they're... Yes, that's right, DC fans. You heard that. Atlanteans. What, <laughs> what do they call them? They have a stupid name. Oh, you'll have the Namor Wikipedia page already pulled up and yeah. ready to go. <laughs> they're, they're part of the Homo Moranis race homo moranis what is moranis like mary like mermanis homo yeah. mermanis yeah. like merman merman uh. <laughs> so uh this is gonna be an environmental message movie it's about protecting the waters uh atuma is the villain namor will be introduced he is the king of atlantis he is the offspring of an atlantean uh like princess his mom and his dad is just a fisherman this sound is, fucking way too familiar this is that is literally <laughs> just arthur <laughs> that's so, just aquaman <laughs> so, <laughs> that is some wholesale Hold on. copyright Hold on. <laughs> this gets better i learned this and i just I did this, the face pump. 
Just, <laughs> I was just like, oh, I hate both of you. So this is how this works out. Aquaman, mm-hmm. his human name, yeah, or his normal name, right, is Arthur Curry. Yes. Namor's human name is Namor Mackenzie. Oh, my God. <laughs> there was literally... Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, I am. I'm livid. <laughs> I'm furious. You can't do. It's Atlantis. We had a whole ass Disney movie about the creativity of Atlantis, and these two dumb motherfucking companies couldn't think of anything more clever than what the other one already did. <laughs> so, in defense of Marvel, Namor has been around since 1939. He was before that, but it wasn't uh, circulated. Mm. And he's not even part of Marvel at this time. It was called Timely Comics. They, Stanley, Jack Kirby. Yeah, the beginning. uh, The creator of Namor, Bill Everett. This guy, interesting. Yeah. Uh, Alcoholic teenager, dropped out of high school. You know, a lot of them were that high. Had tuberculosis, lived in Arizona as a kid. That's interesting. His dad comes from a line of rich politicians who moved here from the UK. The UK? Yeah. um, He he has... This guy's making comics? (laughs) About mermen? Yeah, his dad was like a senator of like Missouri or something like that. Jeez Louise. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, uh, he decided to become a cartoonist. Uh, he dies early at like the age of 55. Tuberculosis will do that. It wasn't just tuberculosis. It's also the heavy drinking. Damn. Bummer. But uh, he wrote the character because of, uh, at the time, they had a human torch. Now, this is not our human torch. From the Fantastic Four. From the Fantastic Four. Johnny Storm. Different. Different person. It's... It, not even a person. It's an android. Yeah. His name, his human name is Jim Hammond. Ham- Hammond? Hammond. Hammond. And he poses as a New York City police officer. I don't think that would fly anymore. <laughs> and he has the ability to r- surround himself with flames. Yeah, so, that sounds like something the police would want, isn't it? So Bill, he hears about this character and he goes, oh, that would be cool. Let's make a water theme character. Yeah. So he creates Namor. He's also got this crazy obsession with nautical themes. Just in general? Yes, he's just huge about anything nautical. Weird, if you're growing up in Arizona, uh, not a great place for the nautical stuff. <laughs> Land locked. His family would move back and forth from the UK, which mm. would probably explain using a boat. Yeah. Uh Anyways, he creates this to create that fire and water tension. Now, Namor and his abilities. Yeah. Namor is, is his name, like how Batman is the Dark Knight. Uh-huh. His name is the Submariner. That's not terrible. So a mariner is a sea person, mm-hmm. right? Sub meaning he lives below the sea. Like submarine. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Submariner. It's cute. <clears throat> uh, not the best I've heard. Um... Captain Cutler's ghost, Scooby-Doo, got you beat, hands down. (laughs) So, Namor can beat you physically. He's strong. He's as strong as, like, ten men. That's such the fucking theme for every superhero. He has a trident. 
Of course he does. He can talk to fish. Oh, it's just it's just all copyright infringement. <laughs> Let's look up his abilities. It's not aquatic even... adaptation, superhuman strength, speed, agility, senses, and reflexes. That high one. durability. Flight via wings on his ankles. Now, when I read this, what? <laughs> when I read this, I was like, what? And if you look at him, this is a horrible picture, but if you look at his outfit, uh-huh. uh, he basically has Hermes like ankles, uh, what? sandals on him. What? What the hell? No one sat there and looked at the ocean and went, Hermes would hang out down there. <laughs> yes. Uh, longevity, fireproof, hydrokinosis, which means the ability to control water. Oh, so he's both Aquaman and Mura in one. <laughs> yeah. Echolocation, because he's a fish. Uh-huh. Uh, electric shock, because he's a oh, conduit. because he's also, um, uh... Black Manta in one. <laughs> yes, and marine life, empathy, telepathy, and control. So he just... he. So he can reason with fish. That, it's, a, it's a dumb superpower. I'm sorry. Fish are dumb. <laughs> so Namor has always been talked about. I remember as a kid they were talking about making a film, and I, I did come across some of that stuff. I do remember, like, the name Namor is not an unfamiliar one to me. But no. I, for the life of me, can't figure out who was talking about Namor and for what reason. <laughs> so I'm going to bring this back to the MCU. Uh-huh. Let's go all the way back to Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. At the end of Iron Man 2, he goes into his garage, and there is Nick Fury. And Nick Fury has this, like, map of the world and little pings on it where these superhumans are. Mm -hmm. People of interest, right? Yeah. There are two pings that were very interesting to see on this map. One is in Africa, Black Panther. Yep. Right? Years later, we get that. Another one is literally in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. So that would be Namor. Namor. So, they wanted to do this for a while. Namor's neither good or bad. Oh, one of those. It depends how he's feeling that day. One of those type of heroes, I say. Another Bucky in the wings. Now, <laughs> now, if you look at his concept art and the actor himself, he's a, a Hispanic Mexican actor. Mm -hmm. He learned Mayan for this role. Which, I think that's cool. I think that's a cool direction to take it. But if you look at Nandor's uh, concept art, right, he is of Aztec descent. So let's take the Aztec Empire in Mesoamerica and try and figure out how that fits in the middle of the fucking Atlantic, okay? <laughs> and one thing that also pisses me off, and I do love anthropology uh -huh. and archaeology, and when you study these ancient cultures, you know, you find out these great things. The Aztecs were a tribe of basically psychopaths. Okay. They had some unique uh, traditions. Those are the right words to use, I guess. Customs. Unique customs. <laughs> um, what happened was they're basically nomadic, and they came across the ruins of the Mayan Empire. They found what they liked, took it, and destroyed the rest. Mm-hmm. Then they rewrote their own history to say that they are the descendants of Mayans. Yes. Now, Aztecs speak a different language than the Mayans. Mm -hmm. Every time Hollywood attempts to do any of these 
Mesoamerican ancient cultures or societies. Yeah. They fuck that up. Of course they do. Apocalypto. Which one? Apocalypto. Mel Gibson. Uh... They they all speak like Mayan, but they're not Mayans. Mm. They're a totally different culture. The the Oaxans, I think. I could get that wrong. Almanacs. Uh. No, the Almanacs were older. I'm. Anyways, they're not. <laughs> but then you also see them practicing uh, Aztec rituals. So which it's is, just like a uh, hodgepodge human sacrifice. of a bunch of different yes, cultures. Totally, That's kind of in the area. Totally fucking messed up. It'd be like if like someone just took like a bunch of like Eastern cultures, and just. Picked randomly, so, like random shit from Japanese, random shit from Chinese, and just said, "Yeah, they're all t- from Taiwan." It's so, just like that's fucking racist. <laughs> an- <laughs> yes, another great example using Eastern cultures mm-hmm. is the Passion of the Christ. Once again, Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm sensing <laughs> a theme. <laughs> the, the language that they speak in Passion is Arabic, but they would not have spoken Arabic because the religion does not exist yet. Uh-huh. So, they would, and it'd be, what would they be speaking? Farsi? No. No. It, I'm not too sure what they would be speaking, but it's definitely not Arabic. It definitely it, is not It Arabic. would be a precursor to it, and it would be closer to Babylonian. I guess it'd be, for the sake of the movie, uh, because they did go the extra mile of having all the actors speak in language, I guess... I, Go with a language that is a bit more teachable rather than a presumably much more ancient language that might not have such good teachings around it. Like ancient Babylonian. I don't think that one's floating around. But still. <laughs> yeah. And it just drives me insane. It's, Anyways. It, 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 is it more offensive to go halfway and pretend you made it or just not even pretend you do it at all? <laughs> I'd rather just don't. Uh-huh. Uh. So aside from that, uh, I didn't look up Atuma. I ran out of time because Namor just frustrated me so much. Because of all the copyright. He's, <laughs> he's considered one of the greatest golden age of superheroes. This is how old this character is. Yeah. Because there are three great golden age superheroes. And it's Captain America. The only one we got. Uh, no, well, this one, this Cap is the one who punches Hitler in the face. Yeah. <laughs> the other one punches Red Skull in the face, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Namor. And the Human Torch, which we also talked about. Yes. So these... Does the Human Torch get, like, retrofitted into Johnny Storm? No, they decided to They just liked the name. <laughs> they canceled that character, kept the abilities, got rid of the android part, and created him to be uh, Susan Storm's brother. Okay. To make the Fantastic Four. All right, so he was just kind of, like, retrofitted into being Johnny Storm. If you look <laughs> up Namor and the original Human Torch... You will also notice that the teams that they're affiliated with, none of them are actually Avengers. Interesting. Crazy. Yes. But yes, Marvel has been working for decades to bring this guy in. We're finally going to get him this Christmas. It's I'm excited. I. You know what? I'd rather watch that than fucking Avatar. <laughs> I'd rather watch myself pee on loop than watch Avatar. And I would just say, this is the way of water, okay? I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. I would really love to see... Uh, a trailer for Black Panther, because well, right now we have to wait for Thor. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Yeah. Taron Egerton, thank you for helping me say that. I used to call him Taron. 
Good. I thought that was his name. I mean, it's not a very common name in America. It's Aaron with a T yeah. and one R. Yeah, it's Taron. I used to call him Edgerton. <laughs> or no, Aaron has... Yeah. Aaron can be spelled in several different two, ways. Two A's. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes it has two R's. Sometimes it has an I. Sometimes it has multiple N's. I, I remember as a kid, um, <laughs> people would pronounce Aaron as uh, A-A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the Pokemon, A-A-Ron. <laughs> because yep. it's got two A's in it. It was funny to me. It's still funny. That's peak, like, fifth grade comedy right there. <laughs> yes, and that was during that time. Uh, Teron wants to play Wolverine. People have been doing concept art for a while now. Uh-huh. He apparently has actually met with Marvel, Kevin Feige, yep. to talk about this role. Wasn't, uh, what's his name? Punisher? What's his name? John Benthel. Wasn't he also talking about being Wolverine? Why? Just keep him as Punisher. But, true, I guess. But, like, I don't, my thing is, and I think Taron could totally be Wolverine. Mm-hmm. I think he has that scrappy personality. I don't want to see Wolverine again, though. I don't want to reattempt that character. If you do Wolverine again, keep him away from the X-Men. See, that's the thing. I'd rather keep Wolverine away and focus on completely different X-Men that we never really got to explore. Jubilee. Jubilee, yeah, and she never made it into the actual uh, movies anywhere. From Fox, yep. Yep. She's not in there. Uh, I thought Shadowcat was cool. I, I thought it was a shame we waited till the last movie to introduce her. <laughs> uh, well, okay, to be argued, but... I liked her. I thought her... I, I can't leave. say Last Stand is the final film. I guess so. In my heart it is, because I don't like any of the others. <laughs> okay, uh... No, I liked her powers. I thought it was cool. I, there was so it was so unique. You have so many kids with so many wackadoo powers, and we got to focus on the same boring ones, like as always. Ooh, he has fire. Ooh, wow, I've never seen that before. Ice, you say? Wow, so creative. <laughs> so I have uh, these steel. What, what do you call these things? They're like uh, recreations of uh, comic covers, yep. but they're like uh, made out of steel, so you can hang them up and they look nice. There's there's a whole series of them, but I own two of them. And one is the Justice League of America, yeah. where you can watch uh, The Flash, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Green Lantern, and the, uh, the Martian, Martian Manhunter Man fighting Starro. Yep. Right? And then the other one is the Incredible Hulk. And here he is, the world's first and greatest Canadian superhero, Woo. the Wolverine. Yeah. An epic survival of their... Wait... Of the survival of their epic battle must face the Wendigo. Yeah. This is what it says. You can look this up. This is a thing. This is actually the first time they introduced Wolverine. Really? Yeah, he fights the Hulk right That was the introduction? That's how I think you should bring in Wolverine. Have the Hulk. That could be a cool way to do that, honestly. Because he would be like a berserker, because uh-huh. he is, right? Yeah. And you have Smart Hulk now, and he's going to be like, dude, calm down. You know what? Um, you mentioned something there. Can Taron Egerton do a uh, Canadian? <laughs> Isn't he British? Yes. So, can he do a Canadian accent? Maybe. Listen, that's the only important thing. Get us Captain Canada. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, I'm excited. I hope he gets a role. I hope it's not something where you get John Krasinski to play a beloved character and just kill him off as fast as you can. Yeah. 
<clears throat> Wouldn't that suck? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> now back to Star Wars. I probably should have put this next to Obi Wan. <laughs> eh, whatever. <laughs> Andor will get a second season. Already? It hasn't even come out yet. So the first season is twelve episodes. Twelve? Is it really? And it will take place over one year. What? The story itself. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, beloved character Obi-Wan, got six, so, and Andor's getting 12? So as they're <laughs> plotting this out, they're like, oh, we got room to tell a second season. So <sighs> their their second season is going to take place over four years. Fucking putting the four, putting the cart before the fucking horse, guys. <laughs> I was like, this character's not good enough to get a second season, yet alone a standalone. Listen, if you're going to get a second season, you got to fucking deliver the most amazing first season I've ever seen. <laughs> it doesn't even look that good. It doesn't. It looks like, it looks honestly, like, not even like a Star Wars knockoff. It looks like a Game of Thrones knockoff. Yeah. Well, no. It, it looks like we're just promoting terrorism again. It just feels lazy. I hate Rogue One. Like paint by the numbers shit, you know? So a Nintendo fan purchased 40000 in stock. The reason why he did this, this is a Japanese hardcore Nintendo fan. Have you heard about this? No, I literally, like you started talking. I was like, what the fuck? This is interesting. <laughs> so he's a hardcore fan. Oh, he wait. purchased. I did hear about this. So that he could become a, a shareholder. So that he can perhaps maybe get a chance to talk to... Who's the president of Nintendo? Isn't it uh, Miyamoto? Miyamoto? Yeah. Okay. Shigeru Miyamoto. He got to talk to Miyamoto. His one question. How come you're not revisiting old franchises like F-Zero? The response is the same thing we usually get from Nintendo. Mm -hmm. We're always constantly looking for different ways to reboot and revitalize old franchises. Here's the thing. I can give you the answer. The last time they did that was Star Fox Zero, and it tanked. No one liked it. It was yes. terrible. They yes. tried to over-engineer it. And it's happening now with Metroid. They've been working on it for so long. You want to know why? They're scared it's going to tank again. <laughs> no. John Cena got us Metroid Dread. Thank you, John Cena. Thank, Thank you, you, John. Thank you, John. Uh, the true peacemaker. Lord and savior. Let's, you know what? Fuck uh, America. Today, celebrate John Cena Day. Did you know today is Post Malone's birthday? Celebrate Post Malone's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, there's a lot of room for F-Zero. I think uh, Nintendo are just pussies and don't know how to do fucking kart races because they keep redoing Mario Kart 8 over and over again. And yeah, we're going to get a bunch of new levels and whatever. But make a new one, for the love of God. <laughs> it, yeah. But you got DLC. Sure. But make a fucking new one already. <laughs> okay. I saw... You guys know that I, I read IGN. Mm -hmm. uh, not religiously. I, I just like to see what they're doing. The a lot news. of times they post... Articles that I've read like a week before. <laughs> saying it's news. Sometimes um, they will be on top of things and be like, tomorrow there's going to be a Nintendo Direct. And it's like, thanks, IGN. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes they give... I checked you before I checked Twitter and you were the first to tell. <laughs> Sometimes they give outstanding reviews to things that don't deserve to ever be watched yes, or played. Yes, because they are bought and paid for. 
And the only accurate thing they've ever said was seven out of ten too much water. I do agree with that one. <laughs> oh, with Pokemon? With the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. So they did their top ten Legend of Zelda rankings. And Oh It's terrible. We're we gonna are going to go through it together. Strap your assholes in, everybody. Oh, Get ready for know. Hot Take Central. Controversy McGee's over here. So, first off, I just want to say this to whoever wrote this article. Uh, so we're checking who wrote this article. We're going to call you out personally. Who? Uh, it's not. doesn't say. Wow, really? <laughs> Faceless monsters, huh? <laughs> Wow, you're not even to put your name on this fucking piece of trash? Really, not even published? IGN staff will... F okay, uh -huh. all of your staff needs to be fired. <laughs> Going to start with 10 to number 1. Number 10. It should be number 1. Is Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. There's no reason for this to be number 10. This should be way higher. Fuck you. Here's a fun fact about us, uh, me and Rambo, our relationship. One of the first things we did that made us bond together and led to us asking each other out was we both were like, oh, I like Zelda. And then we both were like, my favorite is Twilight Princess. And I have never in my life met anyone else who liked Twilight Princess as much as me. I think you were wearing a Zelda shirt in class that day. Yeah, one of us, I think you also had a Zelda shirt at one point in time. So that's yes. why I knew you also liked Zelda. <laughs> and then and then I was like, oh, you like Zelda? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, Twilight Princess is my favorite. And you're like, that was my favorite too. Yeah, it's the best one. It is amazing. I love it's it. It's dark. It's Fun. It's creative. The, the, there's emotional. multiple bad guys. God. It's violent. Fucking, fucking, when the kids are in the town and they're just hanging out and shit, and then the fucking, like, the Boblins come back out and they, like, Beth is stunned and Colin has to run up and try to push her out of the way. How can you look at that scene and then put it at number 10 on this list? <laughs> it's also one of the first times besides Ocarina where you can jump on Epona and just take off across the land. Yeah, and it's badass. It's also Midna you also as your yes. like, sidekick character. Now, <laughs> one thing I want to say about Midna, she's got a sassy little attitude, mm -hmm. but when she goes into her human form... She's so fucking hot. She's real dang pretty. I understand why Xant was like, hey, and she was like, no. <laughs> I understand why Link was like, I'll be your bitch. Also, Usurper... Because he's literally a wolf. But <laughs> Usurper King Xant is such a cool villain. What a unique, wacky little and, gremlin And he's man. a pawn. Yes. You, you're thinking, oh, I gotta kill Xant, and then Ganon just kills him for you. And there's a point in time where he almost kills Midna. It, fuck it. And you're gonna people. Oh, it's so edgy. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> it's cool. So, I love it. Um, I was telling you earlier that uh, I have associated Disturbs' Ten Thousand Fists album. It's the third album. Yeah. <laughs> and I would listen to it on repeat while I played Ocarina of Time. And a couple weeks ago, I was listening to the album, and all I could think about was Ocarina of Time. Hell yeah. Which great game. Should have made Game of the Year. Mm -hmm. Show should have uh, Resident Evil 8. Yes. And uh, 10,000 Fists, what a great rock album. Great album. Their cover of... Um, Land of Confusion. So good. Amazing song. Yeah. Phenomenal song. But they're, dude, that whole album's just bangers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number nine. 
The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. This was a Game Boy Color game. Yeah, I never played them. Me uh, either. I was had, too young. They had comics, and the comics were kind of cool, but also at the same time, kind of not really. <laughs> there was talks of remaking it, but they didn't do it. Yeah, for some reason. It's also two different versions, Ages and Seasons, which they were kind of copying Pokemon. Well, they were on it to do a third one, too. Because in Ages, you meet with Din, the goddess of fire. Uh, and then in Seasons, you meet with Nehru, the goddess of wisdom. And they wanted a third one to go with Feore, uh, but then they just... It was too similar to one of the other games, so they just dropped it. But yeah, they're two completely different stories, like, entirely. So I don't know why... They always pair them together. It's like pairing... They came out together. I guess, but it's kind of like pairing, like, Pokemon Yellow version to Pokemon Silver. Like, yeah, they're both Pokemon games, but they're completely different games at the end of it, the day. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number eight, the OG Legend of Zelda. <coughs> did you play this one? I did. Never beat it. I did beat it. I had it on the GameCube. Oh. Which allowed, I, instead of spending quarters, I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> the original was never on arcade. Yes, it was. It was only on the NES. It's a cabinet. Well, I only had it. I didn't have to do the quarter thing on the NES. They did port it to the NES, mm-hmm. but it originally started as a cabinet. Not too uh, obscure. Fun game. Hard. G- yes. Hard. Great start to the franchise. But you can tell they really liked dinosaurs. You can really tell the intention was it was going to be both the future and the past, because there's a big emphasis on like weird technology shit, like your magical sword that shoots beams and lasers. And then just a bunch of dinosaurs. (laughs) Half of the bosses are dinos. (laughs) Number seven, A Link Between Worlds. This one was neat, but flawed. No characters. No characterization. Tiny map that was not very fun to explore. I'll be honest. Number six, Link's Awakening, which got a remake. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't beat it, but I did like it. I've played this game multiple times. I just never beat it. Mm-hmm. This one, I have fond memories, despite also never beating it. I have fond, I had the original Game Boy version. Nice. And uh, yeah, fond memories, very tough, like old school games used to be. <laughs> Number five, Wind Waker. I think it could be higher on this list. People do not give Wind Waker enough credit. You want to know something fun about Wind Waker and me? Hmm. That's my first Zelda game. That's a good one. To be your first Zelda game? Yep bright fun i was moving and because of the time schedules between arizona and california mm-hmm. i ended up with a three-month summer oh you lucky ducky i would have no. killed for that as no. a kid. <laughs> zelda and resident evil were the only ways to pass time i didn't know anybody pretty, i had no friends pretty big tone shifts <laughs> between zelda but they're and... both on gamecube true and there you go i had a gamecube at that time gamecube's dope <clears throat> i like it I loved going off and just exploring islands. Mm-hmm. Filling out your map. Yep. Figuring out what's happening on all these weird little islands. So much fun. And completely, like, up to you. You don't need to for the story. No, you really don't, but I wanted to go through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a completionist. Number four, Majora's Mask. Too high. I'm going to be honest. People give Majora's Mask too much credit. It's not that good. I can't even get past it. It's stressful. And everyone's like, oh, there's so many unique, hidden little things. I've seen all the hidden little things. They're not that unique. It's just not that good. 
People t bitch about Twilight Princess being too edgy. Majora's Mask is the edgiest. It's like edgier than fucking Blades. The Knives. Shadow the Hedgehog. This <laughs> is the Shadow the Hedgehog of Zelda. <laughs> it's not that good. I, I don't like it. It's also only four temples long. It's like, fuck, it, fuck you. <laughs> uh, number three, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time, I, it's hard for me to judge because I am 100% blinded by nostalgia. For me, Ocarina of Time, I've watched people play it. I've played it myself a few times. Um, it is fun. It's a big creative world. Not much to explore, but creative. The thing that I like to say the greatest part of that game is, mm -hmm. is that it is basically the first mainstream sandbox game ever made. That is very true. All of our other sandbox games don't happen without... Ocarina of Time. True. 100%. Grand Theft Auto could not be a thing. Mm hmm In fact, Grand Theft Auto, the original, 1 and 2, right? Yeah. It was bird's eye view and you're driving in a car. You yeah. never get out and just, like, kill other people and take cars. And this, Ocarina, really... Re and Ocarina also, despite being limited in many ways, really lets you connect with these characters. Yeah. You Saria, when you... Oh my fucking god. When you... I went into that temple with a purpose. You, because she's your best friend, and she's the only one who cares about you. She teaches she's you dead, her bro. song. And then, yeah, you become an adult, and uh, Sheik is like, yo, you gotta fucking get your ass into the forest. Hurry. And then I just ran my ass into that forest, and I'm like, get the fuck out of my way. And then you get there, and you fight past the moblins and shit, and then, you, and then the stump is empty. And you just feel that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she's, she's dead. <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. And just like, fuck, you care about all those sages. Even the ones you barely get to spend time with, like, uh, Naburu. You get okay. to spend a little bit of time with her, and she connects with you instantly because of just how completely wacky she is. <laughs> this one? Okay, fuck you, IGN. <laughs> number two, A Link to the Past. This is just, this, uh, we had this. Like, number nine was, like, Link Between Worlds. Yeah, it's just a remake It's of it. the same game. Oh, there's a painting mechanic. It's the same game. <laughs> it also does not deserve to be number two on this list. It's even worse than the than the remake. <laughs> and number one, of course, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Board. So, I don't agree with this list at all. No, not in the slightest. And for Breath of the Wild to take the first spot, everyone talked about how great it was. Right? Yes, and again, overhyped. And I finally sat down and played it, you know, for like a whole summer. Mm -hmm. It's a big world. Yeah. We there are some cool things going on. It's not that good. It's not. It's, like, it's fun. Where's the story? It's creative. Where's the dungeons? But yeah, there's nothing... Don't tell me the shrines oh, of yeah. the dungeons. Go into Which another... Which, also, you watched me break a few of those. Yeah. Mechanically, I can get through it without having to play through your stupid dungeon. Yeah, let's wander into another... Like, all gray, dumb, boring shrine where you do this mini puzzle and it's gone. It's so stupid. And then you get into the, uh, into the Fantastic Beasts. That's not what they're called. The fuck? <laughs> what are those big machines called? They're, like, big ones that they were trying to use to, like, stop Ganondorf. I don't remember. Divine. Divine Beasts. You get into the Divine Beasts and all four of the Divine Beasts are just the same as each other. Yeah. They look the same. And you don't spend nearly enough time with any of the characters. Like, you, you get more cutscenes with the past characters who are dead, but I wanted to see Link also connect with the new characters 
Like, yeah, I got plenty of Ravali, but give me Teba. You know? I got plenty of Mifa, but give me Sidon. Whatever. That's, that's why you have to play Age of Calamity. So much, yeah. So much possibilities with these characters. And just completely drop the ball. And again, I'm, it's only four dungeons. So I, I'm not even excited for the second one. I'm not either. Unless Breaths they do of the wild. Breaths of the wilds. <laughs> Breathing of the... What was it? What did we call it last week? Breathing too hard. <laughs> yeah, breathe, Legend of Zelda, breathing too hard. Yes. <laughs> Unless they really overhaul and do a lot of things different, I am not too excited about Breath 2. <laughs> Aren't you excited to, like, reclaim Hyrule all over again? No. Give me a real Zelda game. God. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you, IGN. That's not correct at all. Uh, is it time to wrap things up with box office trolls? It is. It's box office trolls time. Woo! Hooray! Box office trolls. So, here we go. The latest sensation sweeping the nation. Sorry if you can hear any uh, fireworks in the background. They're- we're recording later. <laughs> it's the 4th of July episode. It happens. Um, we did this for you, America. <laughs> uh, the latest sensation sweeping the nation Grab your assholes, it's Minions. <laughs> minions, coming in clutch. The biggest ever 4th of July box office return ever. Slaughter. Just all for the memes, baby. <laughs> Actually, I'm really proud of... Uh... Damn. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I'm really proud of Illumination. And it makes me feel a little better that they're going to do the Mario movie. A little bit, yeah. Because Minions, Rise of Gru, which is the sixth film in the franchise, the mm-hmm. third prequel film, yes, brought in $107 million. $107 million. It's 107 and then there's six zeros after that. <laughs> Utter domination. That is insanity. Every other top 10 here is not even close to bringing that even so number two maverick right yeah maverick's opening weekend wasn't this big no and that was the biggest opening weekend for a tom cruise film maverick across uh six that's a bad example because Maverick has made over five million, five hundred million dollars across its six weeks it's pretty much at half a bill but it's six weeks in and uh, minions and one <laughs> not even a one full week it came out on friday and it's only what monday right now yep and already 107 million yeah <laughs> it's all memes though i guarantee next week some huge drop off numbers massively so maverick drew in 25 million not bad mm-hmm. sitting at half a billion right now no, number three was Elvis. It's first week in theaters. No, it's second. the second week. Yeah. Uh, 18 million. Pretty good for a total of 66 million. Mm-hmm. Number three, Jurassic World Dominion. 16 million. Uh, 332 million so far. Jurassic World Dominion. Mm-hmm. So. Already down to number four on this list. So people <laughs> that I know have seen it. Yeah. I just read the plot. I knew not to go watch this one. It, Especially after Fallen Kingdom, I was like, 
Fuck no. It sounds so bad. Do, do you know how bad it is? Everyone I've talked to, everyone who, like, every reviewer I've seen, all my favorite reviewers, they all say it's not good. <laughs> no, it's absolute trash. It's just a wholesale ass. <laughs> so, that's... How do you make dinosaurs bad? No, Fuck no, no. You. no, 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 that's not the question. How do you make a dinosaur movie without dinosaurs? I, that's what happened here. Oh, uh, I love dinosaurs. I, mm-hmm. I love dinosaurs. <laughs> how do you do this? How? It's an easy recipe. Just have dinosaurs. <laughs> Did you know one of my new favorite dinosaurs is in the movie? Really? Yeah. For what, like three seconds? While yes. we, we pan over to like zoom in on Jeff Goldblum's face as he's like, oh my god, I'm the dinos. I, I'm kidding, I so, like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> so, uh, Quetzalcoatlus. Oh, is it in there? It's attacking a plane. You can see it in the trailer. Rad. Is it's it as big as the plane. Hell yes. Hell yes. Which makes no sense why it's attacking a plane. Anyways, because yeah. especially since it kind of thrived on swamp waters. Also, it was a scavenger, not a predator. <laughs> yes, it was massive, but... You could tell, but like, yeah, it, it would not hunt a creature the same size. If I could bring it. back a dinosaur, it would be that one. Could you imagine me and my Quetzalcoatlus walking around? Can you imagine me and my Brontosaurus? Mine's cooler. It's got a beak. Mine's got a long neck. And you put my saddle up near the top of the head? (laughs) I want... And then I have tanks attached to it. That's all I really want. (laughs) Tanks? Yeah, like guns and shit strapped to my dinosaurs. Do you remember those toys? You know those toys. (laughs) You never played Turok? You have to kill the dinosaurs there. I don't want to kill the dinosaurs. I That's always the thing. With dinosaurs and dragons. I love them with all my heart. Every single video game, though, you have to kill them. I don't want to kill them. I want them. <laughs> I want the dinosaurs and the dragons on my side. <laughs> Did I talk about how dinosaurs would actually be really delicious last time? You Not on the podcast, but you did talk to me about it. So if we think about this logically, okay? Dinosaurs. Sorry. <laughs> that's an extinct species now, right? Mm-hmm. They did evolve. They became, you know, fishies, reptiles. Ch- chimkins. Birds. Chicky chicky nug nugs. Right. The, the T-Rex. Yes. Its cousin is the chicken. Yes. What a downgrade. <laughs> it kind of makes sense. Anyways. No wonder I don't like chickens. <laughs> fish. Reptiles. Uh-huh. And birds. Mm-hmm. All taste amazing. They do. They if you really haven't eaten do. a reptile yet, you got to try it. It it tastes like chicken. It, it has the texture of chicken, but it doesn't actually taste like it. It has its own thing going on. Alligator it's, is amazing. It's very different. Um, it's hard for me not to look at an alligator and think food. I've had alligator jerky, and it was good. Oh, yeah. Jerky's good, too. Deep-fried you know alligator. Eat eat weird shit. The most delicious piece of meat I've ever had in my life was deep-fried heart. It was a cow heart. Um, I used to work at a meat processing plant, and uh, they would give us just weird shit. The worst one, tongue. Cow tongue. I know it's a thing that's used in Mexican cuisine a lot. And maybe if I had someone better as the chef, I would change my mind. But the cow tongue I had just made me think about biting my own tongue, and it freaked me out. <laughs> heart, delicious. If you can, eat a heart. 
Eat get, your heart out. Get, go fucking... Indi- and this has been Coffee Break. <laughs> go Indiana Jones 2 on that shit. <laughs> Rip out the heart <laughs> and eat that shit. Kalishma Shakti. Kalishma... No, uh, deep fry it first. Chop, chop it into slices and deep fry it. It was super good. <laughs> that, that is my favorite Indiana Jones. I That is my least favorite Indiana Jones. You know Jones. why I love that one? Because... Why? Because <laughs> it's so violent. I love violence. She is so annoying. She is the worst part. I wish she died. I but hate her. I, I I love that one. Shorty? Shorty, Shorty doesn't even bother Short me. Shorty's fun. He's cute. I like Shorty. Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. It's he's like, a, yeah, well, he's here to take care of you, buddy. Precious little Pikachu boy, honestly. He is. <laughs> uh, my favorite is the third one because it's got Sean Connery. <laughs> third one is also great. Then I would say the first one, and then that's it. We never have to talk about Indiana Jones again. Yep, so, especially not any future Indiana Joneses. <laughs> what are you talking about? No. It's over. Yeah. It ended with the last crusade. They could have gotten Chris no, Pratt. No, Critter. Mm-hmm. Critter. It's over. Critter. Yep. Yep. It's over. It's. I saw it's someone... Uh, what am no, I... Critter. <laughs> On Chris Pratt. Let... No. No, no, no. Wait, let, let me talk. <laughs> On the concept of Chris Pratt, one of my favorite TikTokers, uh, Rinstar is her name, she was talking about how Chris Pratt is probably going to go the way of, like, Kevin Sorbo, where he's going to probably... Hercules? S- yeah, where after being... Whoa. Uh, yes, yes, Whoa. yes. Hold on for this ride. Hold this one out of my hat. <laughs> Fucking, it's going to be this thing where, like, he was this big star, but then because of their religion, suddenly they just started, like, not doing these big name movies and are gonna start teetering towards, like, smaller stuff, indie stuff, real, like, like religion-heavy, primetime, <laughs> lifetime movie things and whatever. And, uh, I think she's right. I think, I think, uh, Chris Pratt's gonna go that direction within the next ten years, is what she surmised. And I agree with Rinstar. I, okay. <laughs> so, Chris. Chris Pratt. Chrissy Chris. Chris... It's almost hard to remember he used to be Andy Dwyer. I was talking about Chris today because of Jurassic World. Yeah? And I was talking about how weird it is that this guy, his most well-known role, Mm -hmm. the thing that put him on the map is that he... When he was living in his truck. (laughs) He has a, a beer belly. Yep. He has a... A shitty beard. A yep. shitty unkempt beard. He <laughs> plays guitar mm-hmm. horribly. He has a... No, Little Sebastian's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> bye, bye, Little, little Sebastian. Sebastian. What's better than 1,000 candles? 1,001. <laughs> so, <laughs> Andy Dwyer... is just really good. <laughs> Andy Dwyer is a lovable character. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what was the one that made the writers want to quit? It was... It was... <laughs> This is a real thing. It was, um, he turns to, uh, Leslie, and he's like, Leslie, I typed in your symptoms, and it says you have, uh, server connectivity issues. (laughs) And it's because the computer he was on didn't have internet. They didn't write the joke. He just said what happened. That's the thing. And the writers were like, fuck! So, alright. We couldn't even write that. Okay, I am so inclined to... Like, people were like, I don't know about him being Garfield or Mario. I, You know what? The more I think about it, the more I am. He's a funny guy. He's very funny, and he's quick-witted with his improv, and I think both Garfield and Mario could benefit from that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Mario, because I was thinking about this literally yesterday. Mario has, like, no personality. Yeah. And Mario's at his most fun when I picture him as some, like, egomaniac, like, celebrity motherfucker. <laughs> 
where he's like, um, I don't want the blue toads serving me tonight. Can we get, like, some red toads up in here? So let's class the joint up. Like, like if you picture Mario as an ass, he's way more fun. <laughs> uh, I, I can see where Chris went wrong in his career. Yes. Which wasn't a wrong choice. He keeps doing action but, movies. But here's where he screws up here, right? It's 2014. He joins James Gunn in this ensemble cast for this nobody comic book franchise yes. called The Guardians of the Galaxy. But that makes sense because so, Star-Lord's still funny. <laughs> the reason why James took on Chris Pratt mm-hmm. wasn't because of his great physique because he didn't have it. He yeah, had to he had build a, it for that. He had that. a beer gut at the time. They literally <laughs> make a joke about it in Parks and Rec. He shredded all of that weight mm-hmm. just to be Star-Lord. And Star-Lord's supposed to be funny. I mean, think about when... He's very funny. When he's dealing with Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, and he does a dance-off. Yeah, and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's dance-off, bro. That's the thing. Uh, I would go as far as to say everyone in the Guardians, including um, Nebula, is hilarious. I don't know about how funny Gamora is, but she's often supposed to be the the straight man character. Yeah. So, makes sense. I uh, think you just Dave, paint that bitch blue and call it Avatar. <laughs> Dave Bautista is really funny. Mantis. I have nothing against her. Though. Is really funny. Nebula is fucking hilarious, especially in um, Endgame. No, um, uh. Like you said. Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanji. She's really good. She's in Jumanji. hilarious in Jumanji. <laughs> but I think Jack Black beats them all. You can't beat Jack. School of Rock. Jack Black. Fucking. What was his band's name? Um, so I don't actually like Jack Black that much. Are you kidding me? I hate Tenacious D. <laughs> no! We can't. You, you know I, that, I can't date you anymore. You know that song, <laughs> I Want to Make Motherfucking Love to You? I know the one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do know that one. Stupid. It's, I mean, but they're, Stupid. they're a Stup- comedy band. Stupid. It's like judging Ninja Sex Party off of I, uh, Mad oh. Party for One. <laughs> Remember that guy that I said that went to go see Ghost the same time we saw Ghost? Yes. He said that Ghost was a great band to watch in concert, uh-huh. but his favorite was actually seeing Ninja Sex Party. He got to see Ninja Sex Party? I yes. am jealous. I am super jealous. Live Ninja Sex Party with yeah. fucking Tupperware Remix Party? With fucking him on the Vox box? Fuck it, that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I am I am mega jealous. <laughs> I, I've noticed all the girls like this guy. I am hyper jealous. <laughs> He's actually a cool guy. Um, back to the box office trolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number five, the black phone. Way to go. Hey, by the way, I want to point this out. Universal. Minions. Yep. Top Gun. Paramount. Paramount. Elvis. Warner. Jurassic. Universal. Black Phone. Universal. Okay, so uh, who are we missing from the top five? It used to be the big six, and now it's the the big five. Is it the mouse himself? The consumer of all (laughs) souls, even their own. Way to take a beloved character and ruin it. Oh, wow, look at that. That plane is crashing right into Toy Story. (laughs) So, So I want to point out, last week it was at number five. This week it's at number six, Lightyear. Dropping like it made six million this week, but something I really want to point out not only is its position in this list, I I, I cannot emphasize this, huh? 
its total for being there for three weeks. Yeah. Keep in mind, Maverick's three, been in there for six, and it's number two still. Three weeks. <laughs> One million five hundred. Let's go back up to the top. <laughs> 107 for minions. million for minions. Minions beats Lightyear. By over 2 million. By three weeks. Yeah. Fuck you. And this is it's already down to number six. So, so Next week it's going to be at number nine, I guarantee it. So something I want to point out, and I'm very curious about, is Disney decided... To take the last Pixar film, Red. Yes. Turning Red? Turning Red. I've heard it both. Like, uh, people will call it Red as, like, shorthand. Uh, Turning Red is the name The name. Okay. Of Turning Red. And we have like, yet to watch it. I don't want to. It's, uh, it's uh, that's the thing. It's, it's not going to be something you, you care about. You, you know what's funny? I'm going to care about it because I've had a period. <laughs> so that's the funny I thing. I was a 14-year-old girl having her period, you know? That fucking, I will understand. You will never understand. You could reflect on it and grasp the concept but it's ultimately like, like yeah. it's not a movie for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand that. Yeah. And you know when I caught on to that in the trailers and I talked about it in earlier episodes, I figured out right away, instantly. I was like, oh my god, it's about having your period. <laughs> you brought that up to me when I talked to my peers about it, mm-hmm. right? And I pointed that out. The girls. The females they were the like, first one to go up in arms. Yeah, they were super indignant about it. In the movie, me. her mom... Like, the characters... I don't know her name. Mabel? No. I, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend. The, the the main character girl. Her mom buys her pads at mm-hmm. one point. You it's, see an intro. It is literally an, an analogy for your period. Like, you can't so, deny it. <laughs> so, they're the first ones to attack. Not not defend. Just attack. Indignant right? about it. And the guy's going, that sounds dumb. Now... It's come out. It's been out for a while. Yeah, it did great. People liked it. You it know? didn't do good. Well, people liked it. It got good reviews. <laughs> Something I've noticed is the girls, females, mm-hmm. really like the movie. Oh, yeah. It, right? It's... And the guys, yeah, it's a period movie. It's a thing that... They're like, yeah, it's cute, but like that, it's about girls. That, that's the thing. And uh, It's unfortunate that this is the way things work. Because girls have to sit there and watch movies about guys, and we have to just, like, grin and bear it because we got nothing else. And now that there's finally movies coming out about girls, guys are just so dismissive. It's like, not worth my time. It's like, you could understand how a period goes. But I also understand, uh, like, a lot of guys... I don't think it's that. ...aren't going to... Like, they're not going to understand, really. Like... At a, at a certain point. Yeah. Like, you can empathize, but there's always going to be some sort of barrier. Yes, I will never feel the pain that you feel. It's more of a agree. Like, not a pain, but an annoyance. <laughs> I don't know. When those cramps are described to me, that sounds horrible. Well, some people have them worse than others. I know, but, like, I can't imagine having a cramp in my pancreas just fucking killing me. Man, nothing was worse than standing up and just... Seeing stars and doubling over your desk and going, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> okay. Back to Disney's decisions. Yeah, like here. No, no, no. So with Red, <laughs> mm-hmm. they decided no theater, 
We'll just throw it right on Disney+. Plus. Which is another thing. That's probably tanked its numbers. And I know they did it because of COVID. But also, so, like... So the women <laughs> and filmmakers behind Red mm-hmm. said that was bullshit. Especially because Encanto got theaters. Yes. And it was bullshit because it was, like, months after. Encanto was better. I liked Encanto a lot. I don't need to see Red to know that Encanto is better. Um, rather than watch Turning Red, what if we just rewatch Encanto? <laughs> well, why not? I like it a lot. It's a good one. <laughs> so they decide to take this female-centric film and shove it direct to service and then take their other one, Lightyear, Buzz, who's way more marketable. Yeah. Throw it in theaters. Oh, but he gets the, the, the boy movie gets theaters. <laughs> and it tanks. It's so, it looks so boring. Oh my god. One of my favorite reviewers was talking about it. And she was talking about how the it is makes no sense because it's like this gritty realistic it looks like it looks like like Gears of War, honestly. Brown, realism, browns and grays, the reality of war. And then just in the middle of it you get this neon green and highlighter purple fucking man in his suit. <laughs> And it's like, it just does not make sense, color palette-wise, why they went in this direction. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch it, but I'm not going to the theaters to watch it. I'll be honest, the only thing I care about is that cat. His little cat toy thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's a good character. <laughs> uh, Mr. Malcolm's List? What? I don't know what this is. It's Leaker f- Street Media? What is this? <laughs> I believe this is a... Uh... What the fuck? What the, what the hell? A young woman courts a mysterious wealthy suitor in the 19th century England. Bleecker Street Media. Is this like a British movie? It looks like it. It's rated PG. It's almost two hours long. Comedy, drama, romance. Not my thing. Oh, wow. We can actually see the fireworks from where we're sitting. They're like over there in the distance. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Sorry if you can hear that, guys. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. It just makes it more festive. It's happy 4th of July. I meant, um, sorry if, like, um, the noises are triggering in some degree. Uh, there's nothing we can do about that. Oh. Like, upsetting yeah. or something. Well, you brought up the negativity this time. I'm sorry. I try to be, uh, as accommodating as I can. Like, I refuse to show imagery, um, with flashing lights because I don't Pikachu want... Pikachu and well, Polygon? A lot of it in Legend of Korra. Um, oh, when they're bending? Yeah, the lightning bending. Um, it's because I don't want anyone with sensitivity to lights to see my video and something to happen. You yeah, know? yeah, I get that. I will always try to accommodate for that shit. Okay, the mofos who stick around forever. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's still in box office? <laughs> 15 weeks? It's been... Still coming in hard. It's been, like... How, wait, how many, that's more than four months. Making half a million this weekend. It had, wait, it had a positive revenue compared to last? More people are showing it. Holy shit. (laughs) For a total of 67. This movie's gotta be good. Is it streaming anywhere yet? I don't know, but at this point it's like, did we buy this one? I want to watch it, but I want to see it streaming somewhere. That's the thing. Uh, here's the weirdo wackadoo one, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, also, despite also being streaming right now. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't watch it in theaters. It's two hours and 40 minutes. And trust me, there are moments where you're like, I gotta pee. So, okay, I went to bed, and you were watching something before, like, I think it was like Friends or something, when I went to bed. No, I was watching Dark Winds. Oh, that's right, that's right. 
So I'm Dark to... Winds on AMC Plus. It's a great show. It's about yeah. Native Americans, yeah. cops, voodoo, witchcraft. Uh, no, not voodoo, but witchcraft definitely, and gang robberies. And... Cool shit, just all around. It, dude, I love that show. I can't wait to watch it. So I went to bed and I was lying there, and I kind of like was playing on my phone for a little bit and trying to fall asleep. And there was one point in time where I could hear your show had ended and you had changed to something else. Like, I could hear you going through the menus and stuff. And I was sitting there trying to fall asleep. And I swear to God, it sounded like a horror movie. Mm -hmm. Just screaming and screaming and horror and terror and screaming. And I was like, what the hell are you watching down there? And I even thought to myself, it sounds like you're watching Evil Dead. (laughs) And I wasn't too far off. It was Doctor Strange. (laughs) Sam Raimi, the same director. Of the Evil Dead, uh, Doctor Strange, great film. Way better than the first one. God. I liked the first one. It was a little paint-by-numbersy, but it was a fun story. I like Benedict... Benedict... Fucking... Bundercrumb Cumberbatch <laughs> did a really good job. <laughs> I like this one so much, I've decided not to call him by the horrible nickname I've given him. What's your horrible nickname? Ben Dick Cumbatch. Ben Dick Cumbatch. I'll be honest, not that creative. <laughs> well, the girls were clamped. It was during the time when he was playing Sherlock. And it's I was the thing, tired of him. You can just call him it. Like, you can call him like Boomble Doomble Crumble Doomble, and people will know what you're talking about. <laughs> I liked him. I thought he was really cool. I think he is a very good actor. I don't like his Sherlock. Dude, films. one of my favorite scenes is you you see him as Doctor Strange, but he's in civilian clothes and he's at a wedding, and then everything's happening and he sees this giant octopus tentacle monster that looks a lot like Starro, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. crawling after America. And he sees people fleeing. And he's on a balcony. Finishes his drink. Puts it on top of one of the trays that like some waiter has. Mm-hmm. And he goes, excuse me. And just hops over the ledge. And as he hops over the ledge, his neckerchief comes out and becomes his coat. His cape. And He's, yeah. 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 And yeah. he twirls. Not stupid. Not like some like super... magical girl. Really, <laughs> really just kind of twirls into it and just becomes Doctor Strange and just floats to the ground. Right. Well, not even floats to the ground. He just kind of flies off and then sees her and lands on the ground. Hell yeah. And I was like, that was like the most chill transition. It I... wasn't like Superman doing a, let me rip off my suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Batman going. I need to make a phone call. I remember, um, fucking right. <laughs> I, uh, Why is Bruce always absent? With, um, with Doctor Strange, I always, <coughs> like, we'll get so many close-ups on his hands, and I'm so proud of the makeup department for being so on top of this. So many times we get close-ups of his hands, and I hadn't seen Doctor Strange for, like, before watching some of the other movies he appeared in, like Avengers and whatnot, blah, 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 um, Endgame, whatever. And you get close-ups on his hands, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with his hands? Does Benedict Cumberbatch just have fucked up hands? And no, it's the makeup because of his horrible hand surgeries Mm -hmm. he's gone through. And it's such a great attention to detail. And that's really cool. I like that. That, I liked that struggle of a man trying to fix his hands. Um, That's why I like the first one. It's a bit out there. I also just like uh, Tilda Swinton in general, so. <laughs> so she's not in this one, but. No, she died. Well, he. She's, she's mega dead. Technically, could still talk to her. Technically. Forrest Ghost Tilda Swinton. <laughs> it, it is fun to watch him talk to other Doctor Strangers. 
Yeah. Really interesting. I'll watch Especially it. when they don't trust each other, so uh, they have to tell each other secrets. I'll watch it eventually, but you gotta watch Madoka Magica. I will finish Madoka. Madoka Maguka. <laughs> <laughs> and number 10. Oh my god, not again. Jug Jug Geo. Jug Jug last week. Wasn't that a Bollywood film? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, congratulations for staying on the box office two weeks in a row. Congrats, guys. <laughs> Way to do it. Silent clap. Uh, that was box office trolls. Way to go, minions. Illumination knocking it out of the park. I would love to see a trailer for Mario. Give me a trailer. No, let them ride this wave. No, I want to see what animation style they're going with. Ride the wave, boys and girls. Ride it. Write it hard. I hope you have success. Write it. it uh, what is it? It's a quote from an anime. It's um, ladies. No, it's uh, dudes and hoes and non-binary bros or something like that. <laughs> I did not say anything offensive. That was her. No, that's I inclusive. Did, I did a great job in this. No, it's lady. You're, you're the one bringing up negativity, ladies and, racism and, and ladies sexism. and bros and non-binary hoes. It was a thing. It's a thing from an anime. It was a big like thing that came out like a year ago or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> to all humans, cats and dogs, we love you. And for you weird, freaky birds, reptiles, fuck fish, birds, turtles, amphibious fans. I don't like birds. We love you too. They're creepy. Birds are cool. Birds are scary. Birds make the world go round. What comes out this this week? Okay, so to coming wrap up, up this to, week. To wrap up Coffee Break real quick, because we've Did been doing for almost two hours. Did you know this was supposed to be 40 minutes? Yeah, we were like, it'll be a short one this time. And here we are, rambling, having fun. I can't help it. I have so much fun talking to you. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy this, too. And I enjoy talking to you, too. Thanks. <laughs> I knew Namor would be an important thing. I didn't expect to go on so many tangents. In the middle there. Oh, man. <laughs> it's such a mess. Anyways, we're not done yet. Yeah. Thor 4, Love and Thunder. Comes out this Thursday? This Thursday night. Yeah. We're, uh, we're thinking about going to see it sometime soon. <laughs> I do want to see it. I'm not spoiling it. That's why I talked about uh, Black Panther. And we will go to AMC Theaters. Because I have had the best experiences in AMC Theaters. Yes. Every single time. And you can pre-order your tickets on their app, not sponsored. I've just really enjoyed my time with AMC. <laughs> you can go on Tuesdays. Except for their like hour long uh, trailers in the beginning. It's 30 minutes, but yeah, it, it takes forever. For fucking ever. <laughs> support Chris Himesworth, Natalie Portman. Mm hmm. Uh, Good old, you, you gotta support Padme, you know? <laughs> I had a huge crush on Padme when I was a kid. Really? I had a huge crush on Obi-Wan. <laughs> Makes sense. And I still do. <laughs> you know, there's a, like that one scene where they're on Geonosis in episode two and you can kind of see her nipple. Yeah? Yeah. I never paid attention yeah. to that. You know what I paid attention you, to? You know when a 10-year-old realizes sexuality? That's what you get. <laughs> I understand. I get it. Uh, I've grown past it, kind of. <laughs> We were watching Friends the other day, and you were like, have you noticed this? Okay, that, okay, okay. Like, okay. you can see Phoebe's nipples so good, and, like, like they're super clear. And I had never noticed, because I was always busy looking at the Chandler and Joey's faces. <laughs> I noticed a lot of girls in Friends. I think it was a, a thing of the era. Like, I don't Maybe? think... Maybe? 
I just don't think women wore bras much in the 90s to early 2000s. But it's not just, like, that one episode I pointed that out. Yeah. But there are so many episodes where you can actually just straight up just see their... In your defense, they were super prominent in that episode for some reason. (laughs) No, I'm always looking at the guys because I think men are attractive. And I, like, I think faces are pretty. So I'm looking at, like, Joey and Chandler's faces. I'm, I'm not trying to sexualize them. It's just my lizard brain is like, <laughs> no, I don't hey, blame buddy. you. I don't, I don't, it's like, okay, I get down. it, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Better Call Saul, season six, part two. It's the finale. Wow, really? Yep. That begins this week. Damn. And then uh, the one thing I wanted to end off on here: the future of Barry Bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, what's the plan, man? So, <clears throat> we're gonna make it to episode fifty with Coffee Break. Yes. Which should put us... Uh, it's, uh, it's not next month. The week, the, the month after. You know? Uh, September 5th. Yeah. September 5th, we'll get to episode 50. Yep. And then we're going to take a two-week hiatus. Don't worry. We will remind you as we get closer to it. It's just to, like, take just a... take a break. Just recuperate. You know, it makes sense. You always gotta, like, take a bit of a you time. Yep. And, and, and for me, personally... It gives me time to just relax, and football starts up. Yeah. So, <laughs> I chose the Arizona Cardinals over you guys. Mm-hmm. So just know where my priorities lie. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I just found it funny that it works out that way. Um, we will take a slight break. Mm-hmm. I'm getting tired of this, but that doesn't mean it's just coffee break coming to you. Yeah. So we might not be doing coffee break, but. There might still be things happening on this channel, so keep your eyes open. Well, from now till... Yeah, we don't know. Anything... Are, we, are you sure? Because I know some stuff. We're bad at uh, keeping dates, so I'm well, not going to even try. <laughs> well, I will tell you guys this. Garbage eggs is not over. Nope, we're going to keep doing garbage eggs. I have plans, you have plans. There's a there's, lot of plans. There's uh, four planned episodes. Mm-hmm. I have something I've been holding on to. I've been waiting in the wings. Oh, till... you're going to add to Barry Bottom? Yes. Really? Uh, yeah. And I think there's something that I think it'd be cool if we watched and got to talk about. Okay. Because I was thinking about 7, 8, 9. I know your plans. But I also have this weird hunch that Resident Evil is going to show up really soon here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. My, uh, I won't tease my plans too much, but mine involves uh, an anime so okay okay we'll get to it when we get to it and then on top of that uh a project that i began and did not continue going forward with Mm -hmm. power on yes we'll see a fantastic logo personally drawn by me i did not like trace over a pre-existing font i made this font by myself (laughs) And we'll see a slight revitalization as well. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that one, honestly. There's already one project in the work. Well, two projects in the work, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, the one I'm currently working on. So, <laughs> God, what a field day. So, we're expanding. We're still doing things. Yep. Uh, I just, there, yeah, as we said, 50. We're going to go on a bit of a break um, for, like, oh, you know. Oh, you know, you know what I totally forgot? What? After we're done with this vegetarian diet, which you guys see that I try to post daily. Yeah, if you uh, uh, watch us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter, uh, both um, 
What's your Twitter? Uh, Bottom Barry. Yeah. At Bottom Barry and at Judgmental That, you can tell we both fucked up when we named ourselves. Yeah. Because we did it backwards on accident. <laughs> and once we're done, I want to start up a very different project. Yeah. Is yeah. it going to be a food-related project again? It is. Is it going to be as uh, drastic on our systems as this vegetarian diet has been? Because I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm excited for protein again. Me too. I'm <laughs> I, craving protein. Three o'clock hits and I just become so tired. Dude, when I was smelling those chicken nuggets, not only did they smell bad, Dairy Queen... When Dairy Queen comes around me, I smell the oil and I smell sweetness. <sighs> Which is just disgusting. But as one of my coworkers was eating, I was like, I smell chicken nuggets. And then later on, I was like, what did you eat? And they were like, yeah, I was eating chicken nuggets and they were horrible. And I was like, that sucks. But I figured I smelled chicken nuggets. Yep. And that's, that's a problem. See, the thing is... I'm so hungry for protein, just, I can smell them. Just before we started this diet... Which was, honestly, we kind of fucked up because it was a very spur-of-the-moment thing. It's just like, this week, once this week's over, we're going to do a vegetarian diet. And we were both both just kind of like, yeah, fuck it. Um, Which I don't think you're supposed to do at that last minute, but it's fine. Uh, Just before we started, we got chicken nuggets. Like, frozen chicken nuggets. And every time I open the freezer, looking for something to eat, to give me sustenance, I stare at those chicken nuggets sitting in the freezer and just hate everything that is just sitting there teasing me, taunting me. <laughs> I keep staring at food porn. It's the, oh my god, hell yeah. Just scroll through a menu. <sighs> Burger King's menu. Oh. McDonald's. Here's the thing. We were talking about this last night even. So half the time, I'm sitting here going like, Oh my god, a cheeseburger sounds so delicious. You know what sounds fucking good? Hmm. An Arby's roast beef sandwich right now. I was gonna say a Wendy's Baconator. Dip that shit in some au jus. Wendy's breakfast Baconator. Oh. Ugh. But the, oh. but the other half of the time, and this will just happen, it'll, it'll be like just completely randomly. It'll just completely switch on me. The other half of the time, the idea of eating meat sounds repulsive. Like, I, don't, I, I don't know how we're going to react to it. Yeah, because, like, last night, it was literally yesterday. We were sitting there talking about McDonald's and how good a McDonald's cheeseburger sounds. And we're sitting there making dinner. We're like, oh, my God, it sounds so good. And then not even ten minutes later, we were sitting there watching our show. And it was just, like, the idea of biting into a cheeseburger was just revolting. It was just disgusting sounding. And it's just thing that it just keeps flopping back and forth inside of me. And I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen when we actually do eat meat again. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if the texture's gonna mess me up. Because that's enough, like, the texture. Like, ugh. It's been great eating rad vegetables. Like, we had cucumbers yesterday. And God, those were good cucumbers. <laughs> it was crazy how cucumbers changed the game. Hell yes. <laughs> and those olives that we got? Yum. Well, I don't even know what they're called, but it's just like, oh. Fuck it. We did get some fake meat. We've had imitation meat. Yes. Uh, impossible meat, sorry. Well, wh- what's for dinner tonight? Uh, it's impossible sausages, because they were on sale for like $3. It's like, hell yes, get these now. <laughs> so these are vegan sausages. I've never had these before. No, nah, we've attempted vegan sausages once before. They and were They were grain-based. not good at all. 
No, but every time we've done impossible meat, it's been almost as expensive as regular meat. Yes. So it's not even like if you're like if you're doing it just to save money, sometimes it's not even worth it. Other which, times, yes. Which when I was at the store today, at my store versus your store, mm-hmm. the tofu, mm-hmm. two fifty. And at my store, wasn't it like a dollar or something? Dollar twenty-five. And yeah. I was just like, what? That's another thing. Tofu they, is so good. And like at your store, vegetables are like way cheaper compared to my store. But then at my store, things like Powerade and alcohol is cheaper compared to your store. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's, you really... You have to shop at both. You really pay attention to the differences in prices. As and quality. Of, yes. <laughs> my store has better quality. It does. I'm not going to deny. My store kind of sucks. Yeah, <laughs> my store is within walking distance. <laughs> your your store is a regional thing. I and like my store is a national. Th- Shout out to Albertsons, way to go, guys! <laughs> I like my store because I like getting to put in my headphones and listening to music while I walk there and get like a creamer or whatever random one item I need. I mean, I could do that too. It's just I like the excuse to get to listen to my music. I don't get to listen to music a lot while I'm editing because you need to have your headphones to listen to what you're editing. Mm. So. You know, that's the main thing I like about it. <laughs> okay, well, that was coffee break. A very rambly, wandering coffee break. God, we were all over the place. You think we could drag this out for eight more minutes to make a full two hours? Like a perfect two-hour episode? I don't know what we could I honestly don't either. drag it out for <laughs> I think I think it's time to let you guys go. Yeah, thanks for watching. You know what would be funny? What? If I split this into a two-parter, just the, to be a dick. And then the second part's like eight minutes? <laughs> Together, it's two hours to get it. <laughs> oh God! No. Oh, ow! Oh shit! Oh fuck! That was a hiccup. It was. It hurt. Okay, let's go watch some fireworks. Okay. You guys, be safe. Have a good night. Enjoy your holiday. We'll see you very soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, this has been Coffee Break. Yep. Good night and good luck. Bye bye. Bye.